had three questions. Three questions. Related, I think. Okay. Um, one, is, is liberation permanent? It happens once, it's an event. You don't go back, you go, is it happen in degrees? You right. go back and forth? How okay. does that work? You liberated right. and then not? Slowly, slowly, slowly. Okay. <laughs> Second and third question. Well, <laughs> oh, is that it? Well, if that's the case, then how do you know when you're liberated? Oh, yeah. And how do you know when somebody else is liberated? So we'll uh, <laughs> uh, go in uh, order of the questions. Uh, okay. uh, uh, here, do you want me to answer direct, or do you want me to um, ask you some associated questions first? No, just direct. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's up to you. Oh, it's up yeah. to you. Okay. I asked okay. you something like this before, and you asked me questions back. Yeah. So All this right. time is just. All right. Yeah. Um. Uh, Firstly, with uh, liberation, with uh, uh, freedom, um, once established, uh, yes, it is established. Yet, uh, in its being uh, established, there may well still be areas of one's whatever inner life that need attending to. So it could still be greed, negativity, confusion, boredness, boredom, apathy, fear, etc., still arising, uh, etc. So just as the the sun, the sun keeps uh, shining. Nevertheless, clouds and sometimes dark clouds um, can be rolling across the sunshine, and one can have the feeling or the sense, uh, the perception, as it were, that the sun has been blocked out, i.e., you know, the freedom is uh, uh, blocked out, um, owing to a certain kind of tendencies, patterns, problems of daily life which are arising. So. In that respect, the sun always shines, yet the appreciation and acknowledgement of uh, one's liberation in life may get, and easily get, of course, at times obscured there. Sometimes, to take the question a bit further there, for some there is a very significant, uh, unmistakable and unforgettable shift in the moment or moments, and, and therefore the, it's a sea change from uh, night to day. Of course, uh, those experiences, those realizations and discoveries happened in the past, still happening in, in the present with people, and therefore liberation and the discovery and realization and establishing of it, I would say, is uh, as strong as ever. It's not a, a, an obscure uh, message or teaching or realization that's going out. Uh, also, uh, with um, um, teachings of uh, uh, liberation, there, the manifestation of, uh, of what comes out of that, uh, one of the most noticeable manifestations is a significant and, uh, for some, dramatic um, reduction in, in the problem of life. That's a key factor to see things as they are, in the Dharma sense, is freedom. To see things as they are is to see life, and there is no problem in it, neither in birth, neither in aging, neither in pain, neither in death neither in the coming, nor the going, nor the staying of states of mind. And that is seeing things as they are. There's the same language as uh, being free amidst the unfoldment of, of things. But it's not intended, nor, nor ever was, in any kind of absolute sense, insofar as there, there can be these arisings which are taking place. But in the freedom of being, which allows the difficult arisings to arise, 
They are not ignored, they are not neglected. There's tremendous interest in looking into that and resolving them. And therefore there is a very distinctive uh, uh, fading away uh, of, of them. And therefore a person who knows liberation is a noble one, to use the Buddha's language, um, can't fall into... psychological uh, abnormality, meaning can't um, fall into um, uh, problems of the mind which are uh, severe, uh, deep, and uh, require, and, and in the forms of depression, clinical depression, um, um, uh, neurosis, um, um, addictions which are very destructive, etc. The, the mind can't fall into what the Buddha calls the hell realms. That hellishness, which can be when a person is, feels stuck and trapped, and uh, sometimes the terror of it all uh, as, as well. So, any, any more on that you would like me to uh, add? And this is happening to people all the time. Uh, <laughs> um, I wouldn't put it quite so generously. <laughs> So um, is uh, it like is happening uh, <laughs> to people and uh, uh, regularly enough to make uh, Dharma, giving Dharma teachings worthwhile. <laughs> so is it like an audition, like a hundred people audition but one uh, person gets... No, no, no. I mean, is no, there no. like a, you know... No, no, it's not... Uh, what are the factors involved in... In reaching that. Can you hear it? Over Sorry, the what are the factors um, or conditions involved in, in well, having that? Um, well, probably some, somewhat familiar with the, uh, the, the, the text, and I think the, the Buddha's answer is as good as anybody. He says there are seven <laughs> factors involved. Awareness, inquiry, uh, happiness, uh, joy, uh, energy, and equanimity. I think we've been speaking about those seven mm -hmm. factors morning, noon, and night here in various ways. So uh, th those are factors which maximize uh, receptivity, which allow uh, the great uh, sunlight of freedom to uh, shine through our, our being, and for that to be uh, grounded and uh, well-established. So factors we speak about directly and indirectly uh, in various ways over the days, and of course the factors of presence, by awareness, uh, receptivity, all, all of that is in the, in the factors for a genuinely awakened and liberated life. And that's the only purpose behind the teachings. No, it has no other uh, agenda uh, whatsoever. So having uh, said all that, how's your uh, um, uh, freedom here and now? It's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Say, say a little bit uh, more about it. Well... I've been experiencing a lot of freedom this week, right. and um, would you make, uh, uh, um, uh, uh, Nathan, would you make um, uh, any sense of difference either in language or feeling or expression between freedom and liberation? Do they sound? Does it sound different to you in any way? No. Doesn't. No. Right. Okay. Is it? No. Oh. No. No. It isn't. No. No. Right. 
I think that um, that I can grasp what that kind of freedom might be like. Yeah. Even though sometimes they say you mind can't comprehend that. In take the, take the two points. One has no gap in it, and one has some gap. The no gap point was while I've been here, um, I have been experiencing a great deal of freedom there. Yeah. That's that, that's speaking without any gap. The other is, my mind um, can grasp what it might be like, etc. Mm. Hand on heart, which is the stronger one? No gap? Or a gap which says what it might be like? Well, obviously, no gap. No gap? Yeah, no Good. gap. Good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've been listening, you know. Yeah, yes, I know. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah. I know. I've been I know. taking it in. Eh? I've been taking it in. Yes, yeah, yeah absolutely. <clears throat> so, with the sense of uh, uh, freedom that can be present and feel a great deal of freedom, which is the great joy of uh, all this, does it seem like the, the freedom is confined anywhere, either confined to the meditation? Sometimes people can feel very free in the meditation, but outside, fade or confined to the retreat, or to the atmosphere or of the place, or to certain situations in your daily life? Do there seem to be any barriers or limitations to it for you? Anything? Maybe, may not be, just asking for you. Well, nothing within the retreat. Mm -hmm. Although, like you said, uh, Moments nice. where it's obscured a little, yes, but I don't feel like there's anything here that is that can ab can come between me and that freedom. All right, All right. So that uh, appreciation and acknowledgement that nothing can come between uh, you and, and and freedom, which is a very important and precious uh, awareness uh, in life, in different situations. What would you say, either here, if you wish to say, um, uh, or recently, um, would you describe, um, if at all, any cloud arising which might be obscuring that natural freedom? If you wish to say that. Though it's not really present for me right no. now, so it's mm. difficult to be yep. clear about. Yep. Um, one thing that I've reflected upon in being here um, is losing track of um, the purpose of the things, the actions and the choices that I make. Yeah. And transferring um, Taking on another person's desires from yeah. me, what they want from me, yeah. becomes right. more clear than anything else yeah. in that moment. All right. 
if I get it clear here that uh, sometimes in your daily life circumstances there is desire or something another or others want from you and then therefore there is some pull Yes, to satisfy it. Yeah. To live up to it. Yeah, right, yeah. exactly. So sometimes when there's lots of uh, inner freedom, lots of uh, warmth of the heart, etc., another or others can latch onto it with us and then be wanting uh, a promise. That puts some uh, pressure and difficulty. They latch onto it. Uh, What's your way of uh, dealing with that? Because sometimes we feel we kind of lose our freedom in trying to satisfy another or please another or do as they want mm -hmm. or, or whatever. What's the way that you work with that? So that one's clear with regard to another but also understands the wanting of their mind and yet it's not in a way um, generating clouds of difficulty for, for you. Freedom with love, freedom with receptivity, rather than freedom with resistance <laughs> or, or um, struggling with. The word compassion comes to mind, mm -hmm. um, and I can't seem to formulate an outcome by thinking about no. these situations, no, no, no. Um, because it would seem that <clears throat> um, it needs to, needs to be a win-lose situation if I think about it. Yeah. Think about it. Yes. Yeah. And my my wish would be just simply to do the right thing yeah um yeah. the wisest thing yeah excellent, excellent. and uh which may not please the other person yeah um but it may yeah i don't know so as you put said there very important points keeping it's not easy keeping the intention clear trying to find the ways to act as wisely uh, as uh, uh, possible, keeping the other person informed in various ways, that's what you're, you're trying to do, and hopefully it will be heard. Sometimes it brings reaction, it brings negativity from the other person, it brings an increasing level of wanting and desire, you know, for more attention in another way or, or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, and, that, and sometimes those situations uh, really are an ongoing exploration, an ongoing way of how to handle this situation skillfully because they keep arising in many forms. How would you know the difference? Sometimes, both in life, in retreat, in a meditation or whatever, there can be a genuinely you know, great sense of freedom, no borders to it, no barriers to it, no limitations to it, therefore accommodating anything. Sometimes there can be a kind of um, happiness which has a certain high to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. But when the happiness and the high goes, the 
sense of freedom gets lost and one feels one's just slipped back into old tendencies, old thoughts, old, old states of mind. So, now, you've got to listen. Can you hear? That's the main thing. That's all. That, that, as long as you can hear. And the rest is, for all else, it's only listening. So, so sometimes there, there's a sense of freedom, there is a high that goes, goes with it. And a person can say, I hear this regularly enough, a person says, my goodness, Christopher, felt this incredible sense of freedom when you're talking about liberation, when you're talking about being with the nature of things, when you're talking about uh, enlightened sense of being connected with all things. It's all incredibly clear. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's incredibly clear. But then, and there's a high and a happiness, then it fades. And then in its fading, a day later, a week later, or whenever it might be, then afterwards the doubts come in. And then uncertainty come in, comes in, and the actuality is that it was an experience, but it didn't have a staying element to it. And, and, and it's the staying element of it which is important as well. Not in every moment, but there's a general sense that it's available immediately. How with yourself? A temporary experience of uh, freedom and uh, the joy and delight that goes with it or more established than that? Or not sure. It's, it's in part, it's wait and see, but what's right. been good, um, I think this is related, what's been good this week, a, a lot of questions have been asked about making decisions and making yes, choices, right. um, all of which came up for me from the moment I got here mm. <clears throat> very strongly. Um, but upon reflecting upon the last few years of, of my life yes. uh, through this practice, um, not only on retreat, but in, in everyday life, which for me is 51 weeks a year. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure, sure. Um, what's become clear to me is that I, that I, little by little, have started to take every single situation yes. and turn it into a Dharma situation yes. for myself. Really? And so there, as best I can, yeah, you know, sure. I mean, the bigger situations, the job, the family, things like that. Mm. Um, and it's... the. It's like the comment that I want to make about every aspect of my life is, oh, it's just this has been great for my <laughs> my Dharma practice. Yes. I've you know been able to practice the Dharma in this, and so in that way, there's um, and this has been kind of organic, you mm -hmm. know, that there it's been a steadiness and a freedom yes. in that. So I've been even before coming here experiencing quite a bit of freedom yes. within situations that conditions which don't seem to have a lot of freedom. Yeah, yeah, I, in yeah, them. I know them because I have the, I have some, in, quite a bit of internal freedom, in relationship mm -hmm. to events and people. Yes, I still, you know, go up and down and mm -hmm. yeah, uh, have a full range of mm -hmm. feelings. But I, I do feel that, um, that faith, mm. and I do seem to find 
some some freedom and and uh, workability mm. in most most situations. Yes. So, uh, I you know we don't know. Mm -hmm. Wait and see. From here forward. Sure. Everything that you said there, the communication just I would say very clear and uh, absolutely a joy to uh, uh, li listen to. And it's a key, key understanding, key aspect. Freedom has no measurement to it. It's freedom. Nothing limited. It's freedom. And teachings keep pointing to that. One of the very tangible ways that we know our freedom in life is we have a real sense that pretty well everything is workable. The difficulties of daily life, you know, homework, and many other things that we touched upon over the, over the days. And there's a real sense that, that uh, uh, Dharma is in realizing and seeing and exploring and making it workable, whatever it might be. And that is actually coming out of a out of a freedom. It's actually a child out of that freedom is the realization that problems are never that big they can't be attended to. Issues are never that big that we can't get insight into them. Things of life are never so great that they, they, they're not grist for the mill. And if one's got that sense, really has got that sense so clear, and that's what the Dharma is of course attending to, that is actually coming out of the freedom. And therefore we can feel the freedom at times, really feel the freedom, and that it has no measurement, therefore it doesn't know any birth nor death. And or also, sometimes we may not feel it you know, in a tangible sense, but uh, we know it by its outcome. The outcome attending to difficulties. The, out, the outcome of uh, seeing all the resources of life and learning to work with them. The intentions, skillful means, all of those things. And even if something keeps repeating itself because it's, it is difficult and it keeps uh, uh, arising there, there's still also a sense out of that freedom, even if it's hard to work with, that it's arising and it's also passing. It's coming and it will go. And therefore, even if we don't feel we've handled it very well, we do recognize it as just a wave that's come and gone. Even if we haven't got any insight nor uh, understanding, nor have we able to transform or change it. So, there sometimes it's a, a knowing, quoting the Buddha here, of course, and uh, sometimes it's a, a genuine feeling of. Uh, and uh, both of those uh, matter a great deal, and it's not something temporary. That's the key with liberation. You know, we can have a great feeling of freedom in a certain situation, but it's a freedom defined by the situation. You know, a lovely day out in the countryside, a very sweet meditation, uh, a very happy time in a, in a place. Mm -hmm. But it's not freedom as a liberation, because it's, it's just had it in a little bit of time and it's gone. Whereas what you were speaking uh, uh, about uh, there is when that various ways is established. It's not, not in the memory box of, oh, I had, I had a freedom weeks, months on that last <laughs> retreat. a freedom experience. Or whatever, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> it's something which is actually uh, uh, there. Not every moment, as I said, not every day even, as I said. I'm taking it too far. But generally um, well, well established with us.
anything more to uh, explore, explore all of this? Sounds like you wouldn't be able to know if somebody else was All right, liberated. <laughs> not that it's, maybe it's not necessary. I thought, you know. Um, uh, it sounds like it's more of a, of a I, way of being that um, is very personal. I don't want to sound uh, conceited here. <laughs> but um, after um, um, more than 30 years in, in the Dharma, Few questions, and uh, usually, usually, you, you, as I say, I've got to be watchful of the eye here. But uh, uh, usually, well, I didn't come usually, out and ask you. Eh? I didn't actually come out and ask you. Well, you lay, so it's here, here for we can swap seats. I don't mind. <laughs> so, uh, um, but one's got to be again very watchful and vigilant with this, you know. And it can be very conceited to say, oh. This person is enlightened or liberated or whatever, or, or this person uh, or, uh, isn't. You know, one's got to be careful, uh, careful with the views. Mm -hmm. But there are certain kind of uh, features and characteristics that the tradition has made very, very clear in terms of the outcome. Clear ethical basis. Um, not carrying around um, um, painful problems and conflicts and confusions and inner turmoil in one's life, that's the, uh, the nightmares, the, the hell realm kind of situation. Uh, that, that's over with natural sense of happiness, uh, friend, deep friendship uh, in life, tremendous sense of uh, 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 freedom there, and that freedom uh, is the norm in the daily life. Nothing adds to it, nothing takes it away. Takes it away. And generally, if a person is um, open and clear and honest with themselves or with teacher or with another or whatever, then uh, the honesty will, will, will reveal. Question of, of, of one's own uh, inner honesty. And so some people, as we encourage uh, regularly, if a person says, well, I listened to all of this, Christopher, etc., and I've read the, what the Buddha said, I've read tradition, I've read your books, or whatever uh, it might be, then the person you know, a fundamental core question may be to a person. If a person said, well, I'm not free. I don't know what you're talking about. I couldn't follow what we were talking about today. There's too much going on in my life. Then the person may have to ask themselves a very fund fundamental question. If I'm not free, why not? What, what is actually uh, uh, stopping, stopping it? Why am mm. I lost in the clouds of life? And, and not feeling the full force of the sunshine, etc., etc. So, uh, and, and that's what people are doing here and elsewhere uh, in, in various ways. The Dharma of liberation is the, the great Dharma of life. I think we've ex explored enough today, Rosanna. I think so. Hey, Thank fantastic. you. Good night, Thank, Thank you. you. I was going to say. Um, that I was feeling intense anger. And just now we took three, a few minutes, I, I can't really say that anymore. Yes. I've just been feeling my heart pounding and um, this, all these feelings 
but um, there it is. I, I'm very angry. Go on, carry on. I'm feeling very angry right now. Yes. And I'd like. Uh, um, how do you feel? Um, uh, intensely curious. <laughs> so, uh, so, so when uh, talking with Ruthann, so, so so you there. So, say, talk talk about the anger. So I'm curious, curious about. I could, could feel the agitation from you. Okay. So your body language over there. So just spell it all out. Be free. Go on. Okay. Um, uh, I don't quite know where to begin, but the, some things I wanted to say before were um, throughout... Throughout the days, I've been um, watching my mind, and uh, every time I would have a little inch of freedom at some points, mm -hmm. or a tiny realization of, of what was happening at that moment very clearly, um, I would sometimes launch into another thought yes. of... Uh, if I wasn't launched into another thought that, oh, wow, I'm going to share this with everyone. Mm. Teach, I'm going to go out and, and start a center in, in Mexico and <laughs> teach all the Mexicans some Dharma and, like, um, I don't know, just... <laughs> I, I speak Spanish. Oh, I thought it... <laughs> Might be you've given up on North Americans. <laughs> anyway, carry on. So Mexico is in central. Okay. All right, central. Um. So sometimes, as you say, there's a little more space inside there, and then some thought arises, and the thought, the wish to share with others. But I can't quite get what the anger itself is about. I, well... Um, I, w I was a little confused at first. I, I didn't, um, when I started to watch these thoughts yes. of uh, that starting, you know, becoming a teacher, and like I realized that there was some fear and uncertainty underneath it, mm -hmm. and um, uncertainty about my own status as in like in the dhamma like i'm not enlightened um or i i'm not quite sure and so i'm going to tell all these people and maybe right. i'll be more sure that i am enlightened but i'm i'm really not or right. or maybe i am um we don't really know actually there's all this confusion. Ah, that, that's part of the anger. All right. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. Sure. So sometimes there is some uh, uh, inner confusion and uh, uncertainty. Mind moves uh, in, in in one direction, sharing dharma, teaching dharma, or whatever, 
that movement in one direction puts a pressure somewhere else. That creates some doubt. Keep going anyway, maybe I am, maybe I'm not there. And the, the collision of the pressure produces the anger. Did? No, 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 no. no, that's no. All right. The, um, what produces the anger is uh, kind of all these factors coming together. Yeah. Which, I'm not sure, is that what you just said? Yes. Is all, okay. <laughs> that various factors come together. Come together, one, one of which is judgmental thoughts. Yeah, that's judgmental, right. Did you say that? Yeah, no, more or less. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, uh, and the other is some doubt arising. Uh, another, doubt? Yeah, doubt. Am I free? Am I not free? But that's not part of the anger, really. I don't know. Uh, no, but whatever I say. That a number of the factors or conditions come together, collide together, and generate some anger. When you were feeling the anger, either then... I'm still feeling the anger. I'm still feeling it now. Is the anger towards myself, towards the last meeting, if I put Ruth and myself, towards yourself, or, what should we say, multi-directional? How would you... How well, would you um, it's anger at... at this confusion and delusion. Um, that kind of, all the thoughts that race around each other like cats chasing their own tails and, and never really um, never really being liberated and not getting anywhere because yep, caught, caught up in thinking, thinking, thinking. And I notice it in myself all the time and um, how, it, how it hurts other people in my life um, when I draw them into it, this kind of race mm -hmm. of uh, rat race in my mind and um, so in I must say and I see a lot of that in you and which, which, which do you see what, what do you see in me are you racing around in a circle oh. yes oh, do you? <laughs> say a little bit more I'm curious Well, um, I don't believe anything can be resolved through these kinds of discussions, these semantic um, debates. Mm -hmm. so, it, I, on many levels, I, f I have a fear of it. Uh, um, one of which <laughs> I happened to learn in university um, how Buddhism died in India. 
most of India was, uh, or uh, a very large amount of um, in, the people in India were Buddhists, but then suddenly, n now you go to India, there's no Buddhism. Um, how, how, do you know how? How did it die? How from did it India? die? Well, I wasn't around at the time, thank God. <laughs> um, but um, I think I know the history of Buddhism as well as any other person on the earth. But, so, so how did Buddhism disappear in India? Um, it disappeared through um, between roughly 10 to 20 factors. Do you want me to name them? Mm -hmm. um, it, dis it disappeared through the lo loss of practice. It, it, dis it disappeared because um, of the monastic institutions becoming isolated from the villages. Um, it disappeared because of the intensification of merit-making. It, dis it disappeared through um, too many books and too many theories. Um, it, it disappeared because the lay That's people it. lost faith too and trust. Too many theories, theorizing. Yeah. That's how, I mean... And, and there's always this temptation in my mind to get caught up in the theories of Buddhism because it's so rich. Mm -hmm. in, and that's in originally how I, oh, how I was attracted to Buddhism was through reading these, this philosophy of, of Buddhism. And right. when, when we were talking, that is, Ruth Ann and I, a few minutes ago, would you say that, uh, in, in the case of Ruth Ann, Ruth Ann and the questions I ask, would you say it was relating to her immediate life experience or would you say it was uh, Buddhist theorizing about freedom, happiness, clarity, dealing with problematic well, situations? Be honest. Was it dealing with a person's direct personal experience in this week, on these days? With some yes. Or was it um, Buddhist uh, philosophizing which killed off the Dharma of practice? In, when you were listening. Well... I don't think any, anything killed off the practice in that situation. I think she's still... No, no, no. I mean, me, 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 um, let me re re repeat. I, wait, I think I understand. Um, right. Well, I think that she, that she had more of the grounding in her real-life experience. Yes. And then all this, what I was hearing from you, or trying to hear, I was so angry... <laughs> um, when I, was, when I was trying to listen to you, I couldn't... I mean, it sounded to me like theory. If you give... Um, I can... I may not be able to persuade you. I can promise you it is not. But tell me one or two uh, examples of what sounded like theory since there's some uh, anger and reactivity to anything that whiffs of theory forward. I mean, it wouldn't be much good in university, would you? World of theory, um, isn't it? Can, can you say that again? Uh, I've got the, the one-liner. When you were listening, when in the actuality of listening, what times or moments did it sound, did it sound like theory? Okay. The questions um, or the comments or anything I said. Well, it sounded confused, and that's when it started to sound like theory because we... Because...
Okay, so do you want me to say some things I found objectionable about the yeah, theories? It's, 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 it's a free point. Because I you, think the whole thing... Yeah, you okay. say anything, anything, you're absolutely free. You say whatever you wish. Well, you kept saying that... Um, uh, I remember one sentence you said, you, so you experience boundless freedom... Totally boundless, unobstructed, and then it fades, and you go back to your daily life, and there are the clouds come over the sun or something, and you go about your daily life, and but um, when you said boundless freedom. I think it wasn't, I think the freedom wasn't boundless if you are, if there is still the possibility of you getting caught and um, having it fade. Because by definition, Nibbana is unfading, undying. And um, by, I mean, this is the Buddha's definition. I mean, he doesn't define Nibbana as, the, as a quality of it being unfading, but he states that the unfading in the world is Nibbana. Um, so I see you straying from that. I mean... Not yet, but carry on. Well, in, the, in these discussions... I mean... Personally... Just to express a mega amount of appreciation. A, um, you're on your feet like a rocket, uh, and, and here, and uh, uh, to actually uh, take the steps and to come and uh, uh, sit here and, and uh, speak what you see. I think it's a great, I, a great credit uh, to you. It's not myself. It's not myself. I, I'm not. Please don't. No, no, credit me. No, no, all right, then. all right. Then. So I'll, I'll, I'll give credit to your not self. Um, <laughs> but, but nevertheless, you're here and you're still hanging and you're still speaking in mind. One hundred. But there's the constant, yeah. constant temptation of Does, when, self. When the clouds are shining, when, to use keep it in the metaphor, when the clouds are there. Has the sun stopped shining? Uh, when the clouds are there, has the sun stopped shining? I feel like this is <laughs> some eerie dream. Stay right now. Slowly, slowly, slowly. Take your time. You're doing great. Thank you. Hang in. I would say, you asked me, I would give my So that in a situation, as I said, to, I may not have made it very clear before, or it may be a little activity in your own mind made it difficult. Sometimes some people, have some experience, what they call freedom, which I said, in fact, was bounded. 
Uh -huh. boundless, bounded. And it's bounded by the environment in which they were in. So oh, I had a wonderful time, I felt so free. But, and then, and it's a bounded freedom. Therefore, you're absolutely right, it's not nirvana, it's not liberation. It's a bounded freedom, even though it might feel very free. And, and the way that it shows that in a different situation, in a different environment, at a different time, later on, all one's got left, as I pointed out, was the memory. But, yes, okay, I see. Um, a boundless, let me go on, a boundless freedom is one which is well established. It is so free, this is Buddha Dharma here, it is so free that the freedom even allows, it's the freedom even allows to, the clouds to shine. It's that free, it's that undying, uh -huh. that unchanging, that much unborn and unaffected. Yes, but the, but the allowing of the clouds to shine, the complete, I mean, the clouds to obstruct the shining, um, complete allowing, um, that, would, that, would be, that would be unbounded in the sense of unending, Freedom. I mean, right. I don't. Then, I, 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 we'll I go don't. Slowly. Go, we'll go, go slowly because we really now are in danger of the semantics. I think we, yes. uh, we are moving closer and closer uh, to that to that area. So just finally, finally, I don't because I don't want to labour the point. It's not fair on, on you. How at the moment, having sat here, what, 10, 15, 20, 20 minutes, how's feeling life in in in, in inside? Breathing's a little heavy. I can hear it. I don't know. One has to know for oneself what that is, yeah. what is one's own experience. Yeah. Um, With the breathing. And I, yeah. I've already said that I'm angry. Yeah. I feel angry and I still feel angry and some sense of fear and this huge uh, delusion that this is all centering around me. It isn't. <laughs> That's it. But you can, one can say that, but one needs to see it. I mean, no. all right. see it. So if, um, what would help, in, if it's centered around me here, of course it tends to make more, precious, more, more pressure, et cetera, et cetera. And of course, if one says it's all centered around me, at least poor old Christopher is suddenly excluded as well, because mm. I'm up here as well. <laughs> uh, uh, there, but also um, other people will be sharing the same experience, will be having the same feelings, having the same thoughts, having the same concerns, uh, etc. So when the breathing gets a little more gentle, when the inner life gets a little bit more uh, quiet, quieter, is it easier to stay with a little bit more calmness of being in the moment? Yes. Yeah? Well, when there's mindfulness, yes. Yeah, all right, good, good. When, the, when a, there's a clear recognition. And, and, and that here is much, much more important. Your calmness, your mindfulness, and your recognition than anything um, that this uh, poor guy says. Just mm. a small change, dispense with him. No, more but More importantly it's, is, your, is uh, deeper but feeling. why beneath. you're saying my, my calm is more important than yours? My, your calm is more important 
than any words that come out of my mouth. Absolutely. Every I, time. Yes, but... You don't have to live with me, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to live with your inner life to the but last my comment, But your peace is just as important as mine. Take it as a compliment as or as whatever. But, but more importantly, in a little while, obviously, we go our separate ways, etc., etc. And therefore, finally, though others may say things are useful or not, your inner, inner calm is the one which benefits you. And as you said earlier on, how important it is in relationship and in connection with, with uh, uh, other, others as well. When there's anger in the mind, Here's a good atmosphere to express it and, and great others may not be able to handle anger very well. But they can't, they can, they are able. I... But forgetting I, the, I'm going to go sit down. Go on, all right. Thank you very much. Okay.